Because it talks about all the beautiful parts in San Diego, bro. Every everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. Love the parque for Chicanos. Love the bridge from Logan Heights. Right across to Pool House. It's hot. The air conditioning's not on, bro. We're about to sweat all the evil spirits out of our system. Vamos a salir purificados, Dali. Purificados. We got some intelligent people, and then we got me in the room. So it should be. It should be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. Glasses? What glasses? <laughs> Oops. Gus? <laughs> what can you tell me about Grasshopper? You can get the Emo Brown uh, Wake and Bake special. You're, you're just not going to sit in here. We're, before, I'm going to bring you into the conversation, like, bro. Is it old school McDonald's before 10.30 at your special? It's over after 10.30, nah, bro. Yeah, right? After 10.30, they're like, we don't serve breakfast no more, food. But then you can still throw down the Emo Brown social club card. And then what happens? And then you get the, the same, what is it? Bro, he's, you know what? Yeah. He's not just the VP. Discount. He's not just the VP of this thing. He's a member, dog. He knows what's going on. That's right. Gus is joining us today in the room today. I mean, it's very rare when Gus comes in. Here, so ladies and gentlemen, Gustavo Gonzalez. Hello, hello. Mm. Oh, that, that, that very distinct laugh that, uh, uh, that you hear in the background, <laughs> El Compita Chicle, Lugo the Third. Yeah. And for your listening pleasure, a storyteller, somebody that we were having some tasty, tasty real tacos from Don Pedro's right here mm-hmm. next door, the, mm-hmm. the local taco shop on Third Avenue, letting us know about his history. And it was a fucking. I got into it, bro. I felt like it was a story, like an American history or American me, like little side. And I was like, El Compita tiene historias. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Huicho Flores. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Gracias. Man, thank you for cruising through. It's been uh, one of those things where I know who you are online. Right. It's one of those things where I know who you are because I know Chicle always bringing you up mm-hmm. and talking about it and sharing stories and sharing images and things that you do in the community. Right. And I was like, damn, it's about time we get somebody like that. Chicle yeah. pulls tight on his on the people he wants to bring in. He holds back. He's like, you know what? I got my own podcast. And, uh, he might... I don't always want to share the wealth. He might be unmotivated. <laughs> ah, <laughs> hey, man, I got a video for you. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to share videos with me, I'm, I'm all about uh, it. It's a beautiful day. You know what? Before we jump into all that, let's kind of do a little uh, housekeeping when it comes to the, the golf event. Yeah. The golf event is coming up. The Emo Brown Foundation Golf Tournament. You know, obviously, we've been talking about it for the last few months. I say that. It's not long. We haven't been planning this thing for a while, for too long, bro. It's like been like legit hard. Three months? Three, four months, and just about. it's coming together now. So yeah. what has happened now? Uh, when you hear this, the link is open. The link is, is open for enrollment for your foursome. So you can go online. The link is in our bio and all of our bios and definitely the Emo Brown one. So go to our Instagram on Emo Brown. Go to the website on emobrown.com. You want to play golf? You want to contribute these funds to a great cause? Boom. Click join. You're going to get in. Hurry. Last time I checked, more than half of the golf foursomes have already been spoken for, which is a good thing, but mm-hmm. a bad thing, because I don't see a lot of the names that I know were telling me, Abel, you got to let me in. I got to, hey, man, I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink. Sign up. Yeah, it's Ooh. only 30. There's only so much I can do. foursomes. And it's foursomes, too, so make sure you have your four, four people. All right, yeah, that's yeah, what a foursome yeah. means. All right, cool. All right. Just, hey, <laughs> oh, okay. Never, never know. <laughs> what you else? How many spots? 
30. 30, and about half of them are full, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. math. On deja it. sacarme el dedo de los pies. 15 mm -hmm. are left, bro. Roughly. Yeah. So I legit want everyone to be a part of it, especially since it's the first one, our inaugural one. You know, it's going to be awesome. Sponsored by, you know, brought to you by. Presented by. Presented by. Bellis Point Brewing. Oh, my Damn. God. Bro. Jesus Christ, Christ, bro. There's so much celebration going on today here at the Emo <laughs> Brown Studios located on 3rd Avenue. No, but in serio, it's like I felt like having Bellis Point jump on and doing what we were doing, being a part of it. It, it kind of like makes it real. It solidifies it. It, it makes it like, oh, shit, man. It's like, oh, these guys ain't fucking around. We're not. We're doing well. What, by our what's community. the fundraiser for? Which one, bro? What are we doing? The golf. <laughs> First, the golf. So ultimately, you know what? No, you, Chicle, you're part of that committee. Let me let me reverse that on you. Hey, Chicle, oh. what, what are we raising money for? Yeah, for the first uh, scholarship, which we are calling the Emo Brown Community Investment. It is, yes. Beautiful. It is. We're hoping to give five awards, right? Mm -hmm. $2,000 each, mm -hmm. paid out in two installments to folks who are 17 to 21-year-olds looking to do something with their life post high school. I noticed you use a circular breathing motion right there when you, it's like you were talking, not yeah, stopping yeah. and you continued breathing. I, I'm in a band. Can I get your autograph? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been working extremely hard. I know the, the, the little subgroup within our foundation involved you, um, el, el compita Clint, y el compita, el profe, el, el Christian have been working diligently sitting down. I learned terms that I've never heard of. The rubric? The, the rubric? <laughs> the se rubric. The, the rubric. rubric. And I was like, what? Yeah. It's been a learning experience. Yeah. I mean, we have a cool uh, squad composed of do-gooders. You know, you got people working on marketing. You got people working on the event. You got people working on the scholarships. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it all comes back so we can get this done and give back to the community. Ballast Point, thank you. Hoppy Days, thank you. Chula Vista Fire Department, thank you. Chula Vista Police Department, thank you, bro. The list is long. There are so many people that are sponsoring and getting on board. I urge you to click the link, and if there's still space to sign up for this foursome, get on it, because I don't want you to miss out. Mm. Hey, I, I got a question. I'm not just here to speak, but I got a question. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. By all means. What if I don't fucking golf? <gasps> you know How what? dare you? There's a link, and there's a button on this link that says donate. Don't be afraid cool. to share your, 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 yeah. your pesos with us, bro. The quid, you know, the stacks of cash that you have under your mm -hmm. mattress. Bring some of that. That COVID some money. Shekels. That COVID that money. COVID money. <laughs> Damn, everybody getting COVID money, bro. Throw some of them shekels our something. way. We right? Throw some of them shekels our way. It doesn't have to be a lot. $10, $25. And it all adds up. It all adds up. We definitely want the donations, and but we also need to spread the word. Mm. So if you know anyone that just graduated or is in their senior year going into their senior your year of high school or is you know in their first year or two of, of life after high school tell them to apply you know, force yeah. them strong arm them yeah don't yeah. let them leave the room until they apply yeah. we have had applications start trickling in and it's our job to to inform the community to oh. let the people know who we feel are best suited to take advantage of this opportunity to do it you know so mm. in the next week or so you're gonna see uh you're gonna hear and you're gonna see us on tv and on the radio Ooh, we have a, like we, have a we have a media tour, don't we, Joe? All right, we, we have a we have a media yeah, tour coming man. your way, bro. We're gonna be on uh, we're gonna be on 91X. We're, we're, 
Is it? Did we decide Telemundo? Oh, I don't know. I was just. I'm, I'm with Telemundo. We're gonna have 91X. We're gonna be on the 97.3 The Fan with the Ben and Wood show. Um, and then we're also going to be on. What was the last one? I'm tripping. Oh shit! My was favorite one of all. El Compita Darren Smith, bro. Darren Smith is gonna have us on. So we're gonna just talk nice. about the program, the event, how it all works in unison, and then we're gonna go on TV. Oh, we're gonna go on TV. And this is where I want Gus because he doesn't say yeah, much, but he looks good. Nah, he he's does, a good-looking man. man and so it, he's the face. Yeah. He's the face. You know, he's the face of the foundation. Yeah, right. We're gonna put him on Fox Five with the compita Raúl Martinez, and you know, and, and, and that's it, man. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be a beautiful time to spread the word. So be be on the lookout. You know, mm. damn, mm. Gus. I know why they're sending you. Why you is gotta that? get up at four in the morning for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No story when there's left unturned. <laughs> Back to the, the VIP of the room today. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You look at you. You know what you're doing. You just jumped in. You know how to do it. You know how to get down. I don't. I just just try to do my thing. You Don know Rachel, what I mean? Mr. Dalegas, a man of DJ background, a man of community service, a man who grew up in Barrio Logan, moved to the south side of the border, came back north of the border. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how you started and what you're doing. Tell us what you're doing and tell us how we all can help. Right. Uh, so professionally, I'm a school counselor now, and I've been in education for, uh, God, I think like 28, 29 years now. Mm. And I've done almost everything in the spectrum of education, minus a principalship. I mean, I've done from custodial, security, uh, nurse's office, outreach consultant, TA, blah, 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 all the way up to uh Officially called director of operation, which was equivalent to a vice principal. Um, and that's my professional life, right? Uh, my personal life, uh, I, you know, me and my father of four, you know, I've been married to my wife almost 20 years. She's a teacher. 20 years, Kevin. Felicidades, And next bro. month, it'll be 20 years. Huh? That's awesome. That's two decades, yeah. man. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, damn. So you guys have kids every five years. That's math. Huh? That's math. math. <laughs> I'm not that good at math, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we're done having kids. I'm going to tell you that. How old your oldest? Uh, he's 17. Nice. And the youngest? And the youngest is seven. Okay, nice. That's a, that's a, so it was a nice gap. That's a range right yeah. there, yeah, man. Yeah, so the first three were strategic, mm. meaning, you know, the, the, yeah. the gap is about two and a half, three years. Uh, the, the last one uh, kind of came a little further along, mm. and it was more of a fluke, mm. even <laughs> though we were trying. Mm. But then we had given up and still, you know, God mm. blessed us with, with that fourth child. You wore the socks. Yeah, I keep you know, telling yeah. people about this trick. Wear socks. Watch out. You know No. Sock check on the Those are thigh high socks, bro. You ain't messing around. Hell yeah. Ooh, there it is. Since day one, I mean. I feel naked because I'm not wearing socks today. Te presto. No tenemos calcetas ahora. So you got involved in... The counseling side of life mm -hmm. through experiences that you went through as a child, as a student, or nope. what, what brought you into that world? It, it was a fluke. And, uh, you know, is that that thing of like, get a job, go to school or, or get out. Mm. You know what I mean? That cliche line. I literally got it from my dad. Um, but I'm going to go a little further back. I'm going to go. You know, I grew up in Logan. I, um, I think we moved to the house. I literally live in the same house right now. We moved to the house in 79. And that's uh, a great year, by the way, Chicle. Yes or no? That's right. Mm. Legends that's were born right. in that year. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Somebody's birthday's coming up too, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's yours on Thursday, right? Damn, bro. You're like a Kardashian. You celebrate all month for his fucking birthday, bro. Say way. Oh, Thursday, he'll be on his private island. Con el tattoo. But it's the, anyways, I, you know, I, 
I was raised there. Uh, I did leave, like you said, south of the border for a little while. We did the reverse Mexican thing. My dad was out of a job and they were trying to steer us away from the street life. Um, we went all the way to Loreto, Baja California Sur, which is five hours north of La Paz. So those of you guys that know Baja is like, it's about a 20 hour drive from here. 15 now, the roads are better. I don't know. Dude, we made that drive a couple you of made times. That drive? Yeah, yeah, we've done that drive. It's a fun drive. Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. Um, beautiful place. Uh, then uh, he was working, he got a job for Auto Mexico and he opened a restaurant. Cause that little town lives off of tourism. But in 88, Auto Mexico went bankrupt and they shut down. And that was the only airline that would take flights in there. So everything tanked. And my dad said, we got to go back. Came back in uh, 89 and uh, attended the schools in Logan, you know, Logan Elementary Memorial, you know, finished off my middle school there and then went to Puebla High. Uh, I did get involved in the street life and I point that out because I don't, people see me and they assume things and I just want to make sure that some of their assumptions are true and I don't hide anything. You know what I mean? I, be I became a homeboy from the neighborhood. But at that point, um, my interests were, were cars. I'm into low riding and my interest was to own a shop where we would do custom work, kind of like the Boulevard Nights uh, mm -hmm. shop. You know what I mean? Uh, so nowhere was it in mind that I wanted to be an educator. And I did the bare minimum to graduate from high school. And back then you could graduate with a 1.5. And that's what I did. Damn. I never went to summer school, never did night school. I hope Prof and Jeff are listening. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I did them. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But uh, a 1.5 is mm. less than 59%. Point 0.1. Right? Go ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I, you know, unfortunately I did the bare minimum and, you know, because I just wanted to please my parents. They, they said... All we want from you guys, because it's uh, five brothers, right? And all they've ever asked from us is get your high school diploma and become a productive citizen in society. I couldn't please them with the second part because I was already fucking around the streets. But I was like, I'm going to prove to them because actually I was trying to contradict them because they were like, you're going to end up dead in jail and a dropout. Mm. And I was like, you're like over three. I was like, let me try Let me try to prove one of them. You know what I mean? So I graduated and, um, uh, at that time, I was working at San Diego State in the commissaries. Mm -hmm. And then they let us go over the summer. And since I've been DJing since I was 14, uh, I was doing DJ gigs and I had money in my pockets. So I didn't really feel I needed a real job. You know what I'm saying? And I was partying like every night. And then fast forward to like November of that year when I graduated, my dad's like, hey, dude, you can't keep coming in at three, four in the morning every day. You being an adult and not having a real job. So go to school get a job or find your place somewhere else. And uh, fortunately at Memorial, which happened to be my old middle school, they were looking for a part-time in the nurse's office. And I, I applied and my bro, one of my brothers was working there. So it was kind of like a kind of connecta, you know what I mean? Like I didn't have no interview or nothing. And it was just like anywhere else I would have applied. I probably wouldn't have gotten a job, not even a McDonald's at that point. You know what I mean? But you know, they gave me the job and in my mind, I'm thinking temporary, uh, I was working at a body shop with Sal Manzano. Shout out to Sal Manzano. For those of you guys that know him, he does custom candy paint jobs on lowriders and bikes and all kinds of stuff. And Ice cream carts? También. All right, I got one for him because I need to get one También. done. También. All right, cool. And he's, he's been around. I mean, like he was doing, as a matter of fact, mm. I got into lowriding because one of the cars that he did, my neighbor was in a car club. And I mean, badass paint job. And I was looking at him and somebody else named Benny Flores collaborated on that. And uh, so I was working with them. And uh, I worked at the school for about a year, thinking still it's temporary. 
And then uh, somebody left and they gave me the opportunity to fill in those shoes temporarily, right? Which was, that position was a guidance assistant. And I'm like, all right, sure. You know, they offered me and I'm like, okay, I'll do it till the end of the year. The year ends. Then they're like, would you like to do it permanently? So now I got a full-time job and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know about benefits and retirement. None of that. I was just like, okay, I got a steady paycheck. I can still DJ on the weekends. I can still fuck around and make it to work. Life is taking shape. And I don't have to leave home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, but like I always tell people, education is a long-term investment. You don't, you don't see those rewards right away. I mean, you might see it with some of the kids that, you know, that are stellar, but the rewards for me are seeing those that come up, that have struggled, that are at risk and come up. So on year four of my, of me working in the schools. Of your temporary gig. Right, exactly. <laughs> my temporary gig. I go to City College with my wife because she was going to transfer to state you know, to get some transcripts and whatnot. And there's a girl in front of us, totally matured up. You know what I mean? 18, 19 years old. She turns around. She's like, Mr. Flores. And she gives me a hug. And my wife's like, who the fuck is that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to recognize who it is. Right. I'm like, well, who's this? And she's like, remember me? So backtracking, I helped her out. She was unfortunately hooked on crystal back when I was working with her. She was a runaway all the time. I can't say she did her full improvement because of me. But I had some... It was a heavy hand of influence. Yeah, there was some influence and she thanked me for it that day and she wow. eventually moved on to become a teacher. Hell yeah, nice. man. That's awesome. And that's the day when I figured out that that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Green wow. light. Passion. That's called a green light moment. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Matthew McConaughey. That? <laughs> green light. Yeah. And and that's how I became an educator. Backtracking man. a little bit more, in your era growing up by in Barrio Logan, how hard was it to steer clear of the street life or how... Yeah, I mean, was it difficult to right. like kind of like no, no quiero, no puedo, or are you kind of kind of strong arm into that life? You know what? No, it, it wasn't difficult, and I don't know. I mean, I don't want to put nobody's neighborhood down or nobody's clique, or but a lot of times we'll hear on TV about gangs forcing people into into joining them. Um, at least in my in my neighborhood in my community. I, I never felt like that, nor did we ever go out there and recruit people and force them. Because it's like, why the hell would you want to want somebody hanging out with you when you know they're not going to have your back if they don't want to be there from day one, right? Yeah. True. And the reality is of, of gangs is like, they're never going to go away because they came about for protection. They fill voids. Right? They, feel, they do fill voids. Uh, unfortunately, you know, there's also negative stuff that starts happening. But uh, like I said, I never felt pressured. As a matter of fact... Um, I just celebrated my 31st year. I mean, a lot of people are going to be think I'm stupid for sharing this and I might be ignorant, but you know what I mean? I feel that I've survived the street for 31 years, which was on 4th of July. Um, and when I got jumped in, one of my best friends, we, we grew up like literally from like diapers. He told me, he's like, hey, Salas, you don't have to get in if you don't want to. You're, you're like, you're family. And literally, if you look at the history of gangs, a lot of them were families that, that bonded together to protect the rest of the community. Right. Associated by default. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I just, I wasn't trying to impress nobody. I, I didn't, you know, yeah, we weren't rich, but, you know, both my parents were there and they had their issues. So I didn't come from a broken home, but I just felt I needed to take that next step. Although I was being told you don't have to. So I wasn't forced into it. It just, it was just it, natural. It, it almost seems like the ultimate, the end goal for yourself, becoming a counselor, a, a school counselor, 
kind of derive from experiences from being part of that street life. Exactly. Because I feel like the street life ultimately leads to protection, Mm -hmm. helping, guiding, helping somebody bridge the gap from level A in their life, maybe Mm -hmm. to level B and and so on and so forth. Did you, did you put forth some of those experiences now that you are a counselor? I still do. I, 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 I do like every day of my life and, you know, I, I always tell people I'm not glorifying it. Mm. I never will. I don't know. That stock was pretty high there, Bob. Come on. Dude, that's, that's my stilo. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> Some people call it swag nowadays, but you know what I mean? That's, I've been rocking them since day one like that. And you know what I mean? Like, just like I still rock three flowers mm-hmm. because that's me. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I don't glorify it, you know, nor do I promote it. And when people ask me to do like a, a gang prevention talk, I tell them, okay, I'm going to say two things. And I'll tell the audience, I'm not going to tell you not to join a gang and I'm not going to tell you to do drugs because I did both. And if I, if I tell you not to do it, I'm being a hypocrite. Yeah. I go, what I can tell you is I can share some stuff that you can get involved in that might steer you away from it. Nice. 31 years, bro. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And it it, it hasn't been easy. I mean, um, I'm sure it hasn't. It hasn't. I mean, there was not, you know I mean? I'm going to say the last 10 years has been a lot easier to navigate life. You know what I mean? Because there's still those things, but uh, shit, I was at the Potter game on Saturday Cuidado. and I'm standing there. My daughters are in line. I'm going to get them some snacks. And, and I see this guy walking from my left and I'm like, damn, he looks familiar. But then again, I've been DJing for over 30 years. I've been in education for almost 30 years. And you know, my average clientele, meaning students that I deal with is about 800 a year. And then I've been in the neighborhood for X amount of years. And then, you know what I mean? Life, just I'm in the lowrider community, so you meet a lot of people. I know a shitload of people, you know what I mean? And you got that switch in your head that's school smarts, and you got the street smarts. Yeah. So, so I, you're probably like, who the fuck, where, where do I know so this I'm guy like, from? Yeah, exactly. And and he, I'm standing next to that bar where they have the ketchup and relish mm-hmm. and all that shit, and he's got a hot dog with him. And he walks over, and he starts putting ketchup on his hot dog. He's like, hey. He's like, you look familiar. So I'm like, yeah, so do you, huh? So he's like, what's your name? I said, like, Wicho. He's like, hey, you from Logan, huh? I'm like, mm-hmm. Simon. And I'm looking at him, and as soon as I see Simon, I remembered him. I remembered him, and I'm like, hey, uh, you're, what's his name? And I didn't want to say his name, like, right off the bat, right? And he's like, I go, what's your name? And he tells me. You know, I'm not going to share it, nor what neighborhood he's from. I was about I, to stop you, puppy. I was like, hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had a respect for him, and let me tell you why. Um, and actually, this is going to link up to the conversation we had before about your VP, Mm. with the shit hamburger. Mm-hmm. So this vato is like, yeah, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so. I'm like, Simone, I remember he's like, and then he extends his hand. He's like, Helms, I want to, res- I want to show you some respect and apologize because we fought at high school. Yeah. And we like, we had issues. Like we were going back at it back and forth, like me and him personally for a while. And when I was sharing that story about that VP trying to instigate it in his office, it was with that guy. Oof. Uh. Yeah. And it was like, we ended up kicking it right there. You know what I mean? We didn't share a beer because I was getting ready to leave to go work at the Manhattan. And uh, yeah, but- you got to show up sober there to the Manhattan. You, 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 know? <laughs> no. you don't want to bring sand to the beach, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, well, I didn't show up sober, but you know what I mean? I, I, I didn't want to be on <laughs> I brought sand, all right. <laughs> but I still needed to drive, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, we talked while the line, you know, the lines get long. Oh, so while they long, lately. Yeah. So while my daughter's waiting in line, we had a good conversation and- you know what I mean? It was all about respect. And, Let me touch on that. And familia and all that. Yeah. Being in that, in the life for 31 years, mm-hmm. making it out, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, respectful, right. upright citizen of the community, doing good, 
he's been in the game that long as well, obviously. Right. And he's still going out to games and doing things right. with his family, I'm assuming. How common is that tale where people can just say, you know what, respect. You're, you're, you're obviously, you know, you've been in this game a long time. I've been in this game a long time. We've had beef from neighborhood, neighborhood A, neighborhood yeah. B, or click A and click right. B. Like, but here we are, bro. We're in our late 40s. We're in our 40s. Right. And Does that happen a lot? You know what? Like I said, about 10 from 10 years on up, it's, been happening, it's, it's been happening more and more. You know, because different things happen. You become a parent. So mm -hmm. a lot of people get away from it, right, because of family. Uh, other people, they just realize that it's like, is bringing me down because of addictions or incarceration or whatever it be, right? So they move out and they figure they got to move on. And uh, when I introduce myself, especially like at a professional setting, I tell them I'm a gang member. Like I don't say I'm a former gang member. And I, le I learned this from uh, recovering addicts. That is like, you got to, you know, say it because if you start saying I'm former and then you fucking have that relapse, you're going to think you're a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I what I tell people now in the professionals is like, but I associate with a gang of educators because the word itself gang is not a bad thing. I mean, unless Snoopy and the peanut gang are bad, unless the little rascals were bad, you know what I mean? So fueron tremendo los little rascals. Eran los desmadres, yeah, but yeah. they were, you know that's, what I mean? That's the gang I'm afraid of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pero este, you know, I tell them, I hang out with a gang of educators, a, a gang of like-minded people, a gang of lowriders, a gang of DJs. And I still talk to some of those homeboys, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't shy away from them because I'm not going to turn my back on them. Because a lot of them have their kids going to schools where I work at now, and they're seeking that help, no that person. guidance. Yeah. And who better to help them than you right now, man? Yeah. Like you've and been in, you have your fingers in a lot of different pots, man. Yeah, and, and sometimes I run out of fingers, and sometimes I get overwhelmed. Gotta use your toes. <laughs> and, and sometimes I gotta, I gotta borrow fingers and ask people, can you step in and fill that void? Because ah, I got to dedos también. I didn't say that exactly, no. but you know, <laughs> hey, in Mexico tienen el mocho orejas. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you, you, you learned a lot in Loreto. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Los Arismendi, you know what I mean? Get involved with that. <laughs> nah, they were good people. You keep bringing up your DJ gear. Let me, let me talk yeah. up, let me, let's talk about your DJ experience, your yeah. life, your, how you get down with DJ. We're going to get back to all of other, yeah, everything yeah, else, sure. but yeah. you, you keep bringing it up. So what's cracking with the DJ? What do you do? You, how long you do it? Shit. I've been, I've, I've always been interested in music. And I mean, since I can remember, just like I've been interested in low writing. And, uh, when I was living in Loreto, my, my tia was dating the DJ for the one club that was in that, in that town. Big man on campus. You know bro. what I mean? It's like, this town is smaller than Rosarito. You know what I mean? Like. If you've never been there, you don't know about it. Uh, it's big on, on 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 game fishing. You know, they have big tournaments and whatnot, but he was the only DJ. So when he would get that box of records, of new records, we would go to the to the club during the day and we'd listen and I kind of mess, dabbled with it. Fast forward to 89, when I came back to San Diego, uh, one of my brothers was dating this homegirl and her brother was a DJ from the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, we went... Went to a few parties, started hanging out with him, became his roadie. This is in 89. Uh, start, you know, I DJ with him a couple of times. I started saving my money. And in 1990, I bought my first set of turntables. And by then, I already had music. I already had about three crates of records, you know what I mean? Um, and I think every DJ has their own personal collection. Like, like, no DJ has the same collection anywhere. Even if you're collecting off of online, you know, everybody, every, everybody's collection is personalized. And mine started by my neighbor, you know, who was into low writing, but also he gifted me some records, right? Because he saw that I, you know, I was, you know, messing with music and whatnot. And he's like, Toma, you know, he had just came out of the pen and he's like, here you go, homeboy. You know what I mean? And um, 
unfortunately, he just passed away about two weeks ago. And one of the records is from The Temptations, their greatest hits. And I just had the pleasure of introducing them and working with them uh, down at the Chilo Vista Mall when they were at that car show. Damn, that's right. That was recently. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I got I got to autograph it. So that record's going into retirement. Wow. No longer in the no longer in the mix. It's gone. No longer is gone. It's and gone. you're still DJing to this day then? Till this day, yeah. How long has this career been going on? Shit, for over 30 years. I, I marked 1990 as my official start date, although I was already dabbling with it before. Uh so 31 years. Drop us that DJ name. Yeah. What can we find you? What's wrong? Weecho. Just um, Weecho, your neighborhood DJ. Yeah, so that's what I was waiting you know what I mean? for. Yeah. yeah. And 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 I I never really had, you know, like Weecho became um the name that my tío gave me, you know, we all got that one tío that, you know what I mean? It's naming people. And when I came back from Loreto, I was Luisito. Like everybody still knew me like that, but I was already 13 going on 14. And I was like, Luis, por favor. Mm. And Luis, por favor. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to grow out of that Ito. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be called Luisito when your voice is all nah, you know, Ma, pasa los frijoles. Nah, you know what I mean? Calmate, Luisito. <laughs> right? And my tío was like, no mames, güey, que la chingada. And I'm like, well, what? And then he started calling me Huicho. And, and it stuck. When I got jumped into the neighborhood, they thought of different names to call me. And they're like, let's just go with that. And when I became a DJ, I never really came up with a DJ name. And I didn't coin your neighborhood DJ to probably about like 15 years ago, maybe. Halfway through where I was like, I'm paying homage to all those neighborhoods that have hired me. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? I, I was going to different neighborhoods, you know what I mean? With the Mexicans, the Blacks, the Chinos, the Samoans. I mean, wherever they went. And, and some of my homos would get mad at me. They're like, wait, te va a pasar algo? And I was like, hey, dude. And we would talk, you know, Sasuke, you guys don't respect, we'll be good. And I would take a little crew with me. And I was fortunate that nothing ever happened, you know what I mean? Other than than one-on-ones. But I, not, to me, now it's an homage to all those people in the neighborhood that have hired me throughout the 30 years. Layers, bro. Mm-hmm. And we just did layers. He just called me an onion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, and you know what? Those are the kind of people we like. Those are the kind of yeah. people I, li- I like connecting with and yeah. getting to learn about. Because yeah. one trick ponies, once yeah. you learn that trick, all right, now right. what? All right, cool. No, I'll it's like, I, I like I like to learn about people and, and everything that created who you are right now. Right. Because you're a counselor right now. Yeah. You, 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 you take um, young minds and mold them and, and mm-hmm. guide them in the right direction. Right. You know, that's power. And I love it. I love what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm working at a elementary and uh, actually at two elementaries right there, National City. And uh, when I did my, when I first started working with them and I, you know, I walked around, they introduced me and I, I told all those kids and I tell them, I might look like your uncle. I might even look like your dad. And guess what? I might even know your parents. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know what I mean? And I tell them I'm involved in low writing. I DJ. I've been around for so many years and I shop in National City. I get my haircuts at 60th Street Barbershop. You know what I mean? So I'm around the community and I'm working where... I'm a licensed vendor of three flowers. <laughs> I'm not, but my homeboy is sponsored, sponsored, sponsored right? by, by, by City's Finest, right? <laughs> by Three Flowers. Actually, I would love to own that company. Go ahead. You Put know it out mean? there. Put it out there. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it can happen maybe one day. You know what I mean? What is the path one takes to become a counselor? Right. So you need a counseling credential for California and some other states. But in order to get that, you got to have a master's in education. And obviously, before that, you need your BA. So uh, I dabbled with with post-secondary education, meaning college. In I started in 94, 95, I'm sorry. First time, first time I gave it a shot at college, and I ended up getting sick. I got food poisoning, so I had to drop out. You know what I mean? I was taking two classes, dropped out. I went back the next semester and dabbled here and there part-time. My then 
girlfriend, now wife, started going, and we took one semester together. And um, at that time, I was, like, DJing a lot. I was building a car, and uh, I was trying to figure out a way how not to go to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? La neta. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, and I already had a, a permanent job, right? So I figured this is it, right? I'm good. Y le dije, ¿sabes qué? Y dije, how about you do your stuff? Because she knew she wanted to be a teacher. So she had her, she was on track, right? Dije, how about you do your thing? And when you're done, I come back and do my thing. Right? Well, that, that she finished her thing in 2001. Fast forward to 2003. She's like, so what's up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I, I like. <laughs> I know you don't like being a hypocrite. I know you don't exactly. like being a hypocrite. I don't. And I like to be a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And I. Oh, he's a chicle? Mm-hmm. All right. Remember that. I want you to write that down. <laughs> Mental note. Man of your word. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and I don't like to say, I don't like to tell people yes or no. I like to say maybe. Because if I give it a no and then I do make it happen. I technic- technically am a man of not my word, right? I need, I need you to counsel me on that. I, I say yes to everything, and yeah. then I'm fucking dying. It's like, hard. Oh, I can't do that. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say no. You know what I'm saying? Because I get stuck in that routine sometimes. But I like to be a man of my word. So she called me on it, and, and I went back. 9/11 had happened. So at that time, the criminal justice system, uh, administration program, and the systems and all that were it's a hot shit to go to school, right? So I figured, and by then I knew I wanted to be a counselor. So I knew I had to do all this schooling, although I fucking dislike going to school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, I dislike. So um, I looked at what program I could take that was going to be of interest to me, but most importantly, beneficial for the students I wanted to serve. So I took the I took a, a, a criminal justice administration program. I got my BA in that from University of Phoenix, and I graduated in two thousand seven. Uh, and I was kind of on a roll, but obviously life happens. When I started going to school, I only had one kid. By the time I graduated, I had three. I started my master's program, which should be a two year and a half year program. You had a, you had a busy uh, school career, man. Making children. Look at you. Hey, dude, if you're paying for school, you can't afford direct TV. My Netflix, we don't chill. Novia Netflix, Novia, yeah. stay. You know, we were building on a, we did want to build on a family. And when I started my master's program, you know, in educational counseling, like I was on a roll. At that point in life, uh, I was the director of operations at Memorial Charter School, right there, Logan, which happens to be my old middle school. And um, I, I really don't, I don't like to boast about stuff, but like, honestly, they offered me the principalship and I, I humbly declined it because I didn't have the proper documentation where if something went wrong, I didn't want to be the face of the school on the news. And they'd be like, well, you know, Memorial Charter, blah, 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 this happened. By the way, this gang member is running the school and he doesn't even have the proper the prop, yeah. ed, proper education. I didn't want to be that. So they hired somebody and then they created that vice principal position for me because I already had the skill sets and the experience and the knowledge. So I was kind of like working behind the, the scenes, helping out that principal. You just didn't have the certificate or everything right. that said, hey. Yeah. So I had to put a, put a pause on my master's program because the job itself is very overwhelming. It's stressful. I mean, you could talk to any administrator and it's like, it, it takes a lot of your life. Like right now I'm wearing a hat, but if I take it off, you'll see some, some lines right there. Literally at, at that time, my son, my oldest one was in kindergarten towards the end of the year. He's like, Hey dad, why you have those lines on your forehead? They notice everything, bro. They yeah. Everything. Jeez. Yeah. He pointed it out and I did look at myself in the mirror and I could tell I had aged. Damn. Yeah. 
But instead, I jumped back on board. Like, I was committed. I was like, All right, I'm going to go back. I started the program again. You know, I left where I, I started where I left off. And then we had our, our last baby. Uh, and uh, things didn't go well with, with the birth. So she, she was in the ICU for a month. And so I had to put a pause on my education mm, again. That's what life is all about. You know what I mean? The and, pauses. You know, and, and, there, and there's priorities always yes. in life, right? And, and my book is like, number one is your health. Number two is familia. And anything after that is, you know, it's cake. Because you can't take care of your family if you don't have what? Health. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, I went back and finished in 2016 and uh, fully certified and, you know what I mean, vested by the state of California and all that. Damn. I now pronounce you. School oh, counselor. Felicidades, bro. Gracias. Because just, just right now, just listening to the whole story, yeah. the whole timeline, obviously, gaps and it's gaps huge, and gaps. Yeah. But the beginning to where it currently is. Yeah. And it took me over 20 years. A lot of people I mean? probably wrote you off along the road. I don't know, along oh, the way. There's people that didn't even know. Like, there's people that I haven't seen in years. And they'll be like, dude, where you been at? Like, they thought I was busted. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I was like, well, I've been working here. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Throughout the course of the year, I was always do I was, I was DJing on the side, going to school, working on cars. Uh, you know what I mean? With the familia and doing what. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always involved in too much. You know what I mean? And hence. That's how, sometimes that's good. Yeah. Sometimes that kind of keeps and you on the right track. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It kept me out of trouble. It's yeah. kept me out of trouble. Because there's been times where it's like there's downtime and I see that I'm kind of getting involved in what I shouldn't. Yeah. I almost feel like now being a dad and you can, both of you guys can, all three of you guys can mm -hmm. jump in. It's like, I feel like my biggest goal is to make sure we have something for the kids to do. Like something that they can focus their energy, their attention to, whether it's like athletics, like mm -hmm. my, my kids are little, you know, yeah. chiquito, so like little league or, or, or jujitsu or just making sure that there's schoolwork in it. Because I feel like that's when the, the, the drama or the problems will start happening. It's true. When there's no, there's no um, structure. Right. There's no direction. Mm -hmm. There's no, if I get up and I do these things at the end of the night, I will have accomplished this. I, I'm bad at, at memorizing jokes. I'm bad at, I'm a bad joke teller and memorizing shit, but. Uh, Don't worry, Gus is here. He, he, he yeah, got you beat. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> he's going to talk about it, but there's a saying, and my dad always tells, I mean, unfortunately, my parents are still around, and they've been great supporters. Um, and, you know, I, I, I came out to them about being a gang member years ago. I mean, literally, like, within the year, because they saw the changes. Uh, but. Uh, there's a saying in English that says, you know, the, the idle mind is an invitation for the devil. Mm -hmm. Right. And my dad doesn't say that he, there's something that he says to the, in Spanish, to the, to the fact of that, right. Mm, that, that alludes to that. And if you ain't got shit to do, you're, you're going to find some shit for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad would always tell us that. And um, I try to keep my kids busy. I don't force them to do anything. You know, they, the boys, which are the older ones, they did baseball for like 12 years and they're because of COVID they kind of, you know, stopped. Uh, they're into gaming right now. The girls, uh, they did some baseball, but uh, having my DJ equipment, they've all dabbled with it. I was going to say, yeah. yeah they've all dabbled awesome. it and they've done like, they played out in like public. They're at the point where they don't want to deal with it. They're just kind of over it. But I try to, you know, whatever they want to do, you know, give them that opportunity. And it's funny because, you know, our dads played a big role in all of our mm -hmm. lives. You know, we're, we're first generation Mexican-Americans right. here. So our, yeah. our parents, obviously, they're all hard workers. They all, they all have their history. They all have their, their their experiences that led to what they are now. But my dad would always tell me, Mijo, amigo, mira ese árbol. Si no le ponemos el mecate y la madera, crece chueco. Va a crecer chueco esa onda. Because mm -hmm. I, would, I would ask him, hey, well, my cousin's this and my cousin's that. Like, mm -hmm. well, why, can, why can they do this and I can't do this and, I, and they can? And he's like, well, amigo, this is why we have... 
the wood mm-hmm. for the British speaking people. This is why we put the wood and, 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 and the rope around the tree yeah. to keep it straight. No, to, to right. keep it a path. I mean, if, if we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, and it's okay. You know what I mean? There's, you're going to have to veer here and there. You know what I mean? Because life is not perfect. No, it's not. Talk about the, you were talking about all your yeah. pauses. Yeah. You know, you had, you had your game plan, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it took a while for it to come to fruition or for the, like the haze to kind of get out of the way. Right. And you're like, Oh shit, there it is. Uh-huh. That's the goal. Yeah. But even when you had the goal and you knew what you needed to do to right. get to that goal, it was like, whoop. And even, whoop, 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 yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And even when, I mean, I was literally two classes away from finishing my master's, meaning to get to where I, I am now, where I wanted to give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So close. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Um, I was kind of going back and forth with that one professor and, um, you know, I was just done with it. I mean, after over 20 years of dealing, you know, I mean, here and there, you know, dabbling with it. And, and it's like, I felt they were making it impossible for me. But then again, I like to prove people wrong. And yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to let her put me down. I'm going to prove to her that I could do it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think I, you're driven by that? Mm-hmm. I know I'm driven by that. Right. And I'm pretty sure these guys are driven by that. Driven by when people say, hey, you can't do that. You don't yeah. do that. When people tell me, tell me you can't or you won't. Right. For me, it's like, man, fuck you. Watch. Yeah. I'm going to show you. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't know. And, and to me, like some people use that method to inspire others, mm-hmm. right? For me, it's not an inspiration. But then again, it's like, Sabeske, I try to be a man of my word. Can you, you want to respect my word? You know what I mean? Let me try to prove to you that I can. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you already, you know, turning me away? And <laughs> I have that mentality, but a little bit more douchey. Mm-hmm. I always try to create like situations. Oh man, this guy's mad at me. This guy hates me. They're hating me. They're, they're hating on me. And my wife's like, why do you do that? Nobody... Nobody's hating on you. No, no, nobody yeah. is doing this. Like, hey, just let me create my my middle pretend world. And, and it's like the fire lit <laughs> under my ass. I'm like, right, I gotta go it because I'm not gonna let this person tell me otherwise. Yeah. Bro, you know? That's what um, Michael Jordan did. Ladies and gentlemen, Gustavo Gonzalez. Oh, if you watched the, what is it, the last dance, yeah, uh-huh. that's what he would yeah. do. That's yeah. what, that was his mentality. You, you psych yourself up. Yeah. So, so some people need that st- that type of stimulation. Right? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. necessarily don't need it. But then again, it's like, let me prove to you that I can do it. And then shit on me if I and, don't. And if I don't, yeah. don't shit on me. Respect the fact that I couldn't. And I'll, I'll, I'll acknowledge that I wasn't able to. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy that the, the, the mentality of what drives individuals, mm. right. you know, to, to get things yeah. done. Some people require a lot of support, a lot of yeah. pats on the back, a lot of positive reinforcement. Yeah. You're doing an excellent job, Chicle. Keep it up. You're doing awesome. Dale Don't sus, worry. Su estrellita on the See, forehead. Boom. Mm-hmm. Ay, mi cuida, hiciste eso? Oh, oh, oh. Aquí está tu estrellita. Boom. Wow. Some fools need that. You get three more yeah. Cheerios. Is your so, participation trophy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, like that, that would be working in reverse. Uh-huh. You know, just, and I, I have three kids and I know which kids require which kind mm-hmm. of, you know, celebration or lack right. of or whatever. I know what buttons to push with each right. kid. And for me, it's like, fuck. And if somebody was constantly like, hey, good job, man. Hey, good job. I mean, no, I fucked up. Like, why are you celebrating this? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get a trophy even though I didn't. Fuck. All right, cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Cruise <laughs> and control. And I'll, you know, <laughs> my state of mind sometimes is like, are you being sarcastic? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. And, and I shouldn't think like that. Like, even like, I, I try to dress for the occasion. And like, when I go to work, I try to wear a, a dress shirt and a tie. And, because I want to show these kids how you should dress when you go to work at a school setting, Right. I was working at a factory, then I'll wear factory clothes. If I'm out DJing and and the wedding requires for me to wear a tuxedo, I'll wear the tuxedo. If it's a costume party and I'm required to wear it, I'll I'll wear a costume. You know what I mean? If I'm out hanging out with the homeboys, you know, in the lowrider scene and we're out cruising, I'll wear a t-shirt, you know what I mean? And a hat and 
my 501s because that's kind of like my go-to clothes. You know what I mean? It's healthy to have different d- different personas right. for different occasions. Right. And you got to be a chameleon. Right. And I tell people, you dress for the occasion, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, we, we got to get them ready. And, and it's like, you know what I mean? Sometimes they'll tell me, hey, you look good today. And I'm like. What about yesterday? They're like, like, shit, yesterday? <laughs> it's literally the same clothes I wore yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, or, or sometimes they'll be like, like people that don't know the, about three flowers, they're like, damn, that smells good. I'm like, are you trying to say I smell like shit yesterday? Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? I, it, it's, and and so I think you, that's- So you don't wear three flowers every day? I do. Interesting. I do. <laughs> that's why I'm scared of going bald. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Dalegas. Dalegas is a scholarship that, and I'm going to say we on this a lot because- We speak French, go ahead. It's not me. Mm. It's not just me. It's a group of people. And I mean, Chicles come on board and help out. And uh, it, 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 it was created- as a paper that had to do for my intro to counseling, it was never intended to be enacted. I was uh, persuaded by my professor and fellow uh, and fellow DJs and whatnot, like Beto Perez. I believe you guys had him here. Yeah, right. Uh, he that was, was one a good of, conversation too, bro. That he was, was that one was of the people, and, and he's been involved in it from day one. But he was like, "Hey, dude, you got to do this shit." I, I got layers, you. layers. Ese compartimento tiene layers como usted. He's a fuck man. Yeah, yes, and you know, and other people that you know really persuaded me to go follow through with it, and it, it's a it's a scholarship uh, geared towards uh, inspiring that middle bracket student into furthering their their high school education, whatever it is, you know what I mean. But number one is to inspire them to finish and uh, at a higher level. Like I was one of those middle kids, right? That got no love. We know that if you're an A plus student, even a B plus student, people are looking at you. Uh, you're kind of on your own, so you don't need that that incentive drive. And then a lot of money is directed at the ones at the bottom. And I'm not saying forget about them because they're already getting that that love, right? But there are those kids in the middle bracket, 2.0 to 2.89, that kind of get shuffled around. They fall through the cracks. And um, the goal of the scholarship is to, number one, inspire them to go post-secondary and not necessarily college because I am a true believer that college is not for everyone. And a lot of people are going to criticize me right Man. now because of that shit. Nope. Pero sabes que? Even college is not for me, but I did it to because get I needed it. Yeah. Yes, to get what I wanted. But I hated going to school. You know what I mean? College is like that. College is not for everybody, it's like not. you said. You know, and unless, unless you have like a, a, a tangible like goal. I want to yes. be a doctor. I want to be an attorney. Right. I want to be an architect. I want to be an engineer. Yes. But there's kids and young adults that go to college and... How many... How many... There's a bunch of business owners, mm. trade workers mm. that went got college degrees... And they did their career 25 years, whatever. And then they're just like, fuck it. I want to own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, away. I don't want to be an investor. That's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so when I say, it, you know, inspire them to do post-secondary, whether it's, you know, trade school, trade school. you know what I mean? Whether it's culinary school, whether it's uh, architect, fashion, whatever it is, just something that you want to do as a career, but that's going to give you the legitimacy and the experience hands-on and right away. You know what I mean? Because uh, there's people that graduate from high school and it takes them four or five years to find out what they really wanted to do, mm. right? That's me. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, and by then it's like, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't have that opportunity that you probably could have had as a young high school graduate, right? And it's incentive-based. Um, and we try to give out, we started small, but the, the mindset is that eventually we could cater to the county uh, we'll do that and is targeting the middle schoolers, promoting into high school. 
because we want to give them the opportunity for them to increase their GPA. So when I say it's incentive-based, there's an X amount that, that is given if they graduate from high school, they prove that they've enrolled in a post-secondary, could be the military, could be anything, right? Post-secondary, and that they graduate with their 2.0 up to 2.9, 8.9. Hell yeah, if man. they get a 3.0 to a 3.89, that scholarship increases. Nice. You know what I mean? Damn. And if they graduate a 4.0 or above, you don't get nothing. Don't get <laughs> no, no, actually, they give it, it, it increases. And but the the theory behind that is that once you break that 3.0 mark, you already have access to certain scholarships. Yeah, there's more opportunities. There's out more opportunities. And if you break that 4.0, now Forget they're offering you. It. See, yeah. and, and my 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 view on this is like if I let you borrow the keys to the yard, at my house, right? So you can get in my in my yard and play around the grass. With the 2.0. fancy, tienes sacate, vale? A little bit. <laughs> and courtesy of my dad, he's a great gardener, you know what I mean? He's got that green thumb. Este, if you do that 3.0, you get the key to the house, right? But if you do the 4.0, you get your own bedroom or your own bathroom and access to the entire house. Sandwiches también. ¿Me entiendes? Todo el pedo. Todo. And we'll even have chicle cook up some ribs over there. Mm, Whack ass ribs. ribs. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and we know, we tell that to the kids and, you know, we've given out uh, the past three years, last year because of COVID, what we did, uh, we donated to Javier the X-Men Cruz for the cause because it's still for the kids, right? And for those of you guys that don't know, he has this car show, you know, once a year, it's coming up in August and monies from there go to provide transportation for those kids going through through services at Children's Hospital. All right. Yeah. So, so we decided we don't want to sit on this. What do we do? Well, let's provide it for the kids anyways. Because those are, you know, I, I laugh about it, but these are the kids that are going to pay our social security. Mm-hmm. When when we get old and, you know, we rolling around in a wheelchair with, with a beer in our hand. A metaphor or something that kind of parallels that is the middle class. Mm-hmm. Our country is built on the backs of the middle class. And we don't you, invest in me, it. Everyone in here, you know, we're, 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 yeah. we're in that middle class. It's mm-hmm. a vast spectrum right. on the middle class. Yeah. But if you're, we're, we're the workers, we're the white collars, mm-hmm. we're the ones that get up and build and do and create right. these kids. You know, I was in that range, yeah. man. I mean, mm-hmm. and, just, and by a show of hands in here, I mean, I didn't graduate from college, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Did you, Gus? Did you? I did not. No. Chicle, no, you did. Because you carry that certificate, the degree with you everywhere it you go. Wallet, like a birth certificate. la saca, pang. And obviously, you, right. which were you, you did too. Right. You know, I found myself in a position where school was not for me. Yeah. And- I, I don't live my life according to grades. It just it just never made sense right. to me. It's like, okay, cool. I know the history of our country. Right. That's an A. It's like, okay, cool. What can I do with this? Nothing. Same Go ahead. Take another class. And like, it, for me, it, it's still the same mindset. I, I, It wasn't for me, but in order for it to get to from point A to point B and in between. You I had, had that to, goal. I had to do it. You right? had that goal on the, the roadmap it, to get it, there. And you know what? And I don't, I don't, just like I'll introduce my kids to, to Chicle. I'll introduce them to you and to the to the homeboy on the streets that's down on his luck, you know what I mean? That just got out of the pen. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? It, it's about respect. And it's not about what you've accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the person. Correct. Yes, they, but most importantly, there's always a point that people make, right? That there's certain millionaires and billionaires out in our society that didn't finish high school or they don't have a college degree, right? And they're quick to point them out. I'm not going to say who or what because I... I'm not endorsing him. Not. No, 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 but it, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to misspeak on someone, but we know that there's people out there in society, right? They're millionaires, billionaires. And they've boasted that they don't, they didn't 
they don't have a college degree or they some of them didn't finish high school. But that's where the conversation ends. And it has to continue with the fact that, but they have drive. Mm-hmm. Right? Or they had rich parents. You know what I mean? Or they have rich <laughs> you know, parents. And there's a lot of those right? too. But there, there's some, the only one I'm going to um, mention is Walt. Mm. Right? He tried and he tried and he had that drive. Right? And for those of you guys that know who, who Walt is, is Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Right? But he had that drive and they all have that drive of, of wanting to accomplish that goal. Right? But there's a lot of kids that don't want the college degree because they got to work for it. And they want to make the quick buck. And guess what? It doesn't happen overnight. You got to have that drive to get up early every morning and go to work. You know what I mean? Like, shit. If you ain't doing it, ain't nobody going to do it for you. I almost feel like, yeah, for me, like, I tell wife, it's like, I want my boys to, to work at UPS for a year mm-hmm. while they're going to school. Right. You know, so they can learn the, the, the yin and the yang, the, right. the, the two sides of the spectrum. Right. Yeah, you want to go to school and you want to do this? Right. For sure. Yeah. Handle it. But no. There's going to be an element where you got to work hard too. Yeah. And working hard entails working hard. Yeah. Going to sleep early, waking up early. Right. You know, no late nights, no this, no mm-hmm. that. You got to get up at 2.30 in the morning, be at work at UPS, right. grind, yeah. hustle, get it done. I almost feel like for me and my 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 old school like work right. mentality, that is going to help my kids more. People yeah. have told me like, why? Why do you want your kids to to go through that? You know, that you're, you're, yeah. you're setting the bar like beneath them and like, and he's like no you're now you're preparing i was like i think you're, you're viewing it through through uh perspective of like privileged goggles yeah. like a, a the lens of a, of right. privilege it's like oh but that's beneath you it's like no man like yeah. i want my kids to know what it's like to have to earn something and, and most mm-hmm. importantly they got to be ready to jump in and do something that's out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. you know in in, in, the, in the educational field there's always budget cuts right mm-hmm. and unfortunately the educational system it's a business Right. And they're always cutting here and there. Uh, about 10 years ago, there was massive layoffs. I don't know if you remember that back yes, sir. about 10 years ago. And I remember I was working with this counselor and she's freaking out. You know, she came from Buffalo with, uh, you know, I mean, um, she was paid to go to school here in San Diego, at San Diego State. Well, so she never had to work. So she's literally crying at the at her desk saying, I, I don't know what I'm going to do because she got that pink slip. And she's like, I've never worked anywhere else in my life. This is all I know. And I was like, fuck it, I'll go. Sa-. I mean, I've sandblasted at, at, down at NASCO for South Bay Sandblasting. Shout out to NASCO, mi jefito, graduate of the NASCO school oh, of 45 plus years. Watch out. Si, ahí está el vato, el ¿Ahí está todavía? No, ya, ahí está ahí el vato. No, le tengo que traer cerveza yo. Uh, Mijo, la lata. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I, li- I grew up, what, like four or five blocks away yeah. from there. Just on the other side of the freeway. And, and you know what? That's a great place to work at yeah. if you're into that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've got cousins that jumped in. There was, they, they've had, you know, their yeah. struggles in life and whatever. Right. And my, I don't know if it was my dad who actively reached out and said, yeah, mijo, mm-hmm. aquí hay oportunidades, aquí hay jale, blah, blah. Right. But now those dudes are thriving. People yeah. don't understand that the trades, yeah. welding, electricity. They're never going like to go away. Plumbing. Plumbing. Those are required, bro. Dude, you, so, will, you will never not have a yeah. job in that industry. E- even the food industry. I remember uh, in 1999, and this is when I really said, I need to be a school counselor, right? I already had the passion for education, but this is where I was like, Columbine happened. At that time, I was working at San Diego High and I was literally, there's a bridge, whoever's been at that school, there's a bridge that connects two buildings and that was like my lunchtime supervision spot. And we got the call that Columbine was happening, so we were like going on lockdown, right? And as we're locking down, I'm thinking, shit, from now on, they're going to mandate school counselors, right? I go, this is, that's where I'm headed. This is it. Right. And I, uh, it hasn't happened. They haven't mandated. Like there's schools that it, it's actually up to the school, right? Because it's all based on funding. 
and they give you X amount, and you got to decide, dude, do you want an extra bartender or do you want to, you want your trash collected? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but there was a student that, that used to go to school there, and she would always say, when I get out of here, I'm going to work at Jack in the Box. It's like, cool. But don't just flip that burger. Fucking move up the ladder, become a supervisor, become a manager, fucking become an, uh, an owner of a franchise. Franchise owner, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's more that happens behind the scenes, like with you at, at UPS. People think UPS driver. Mm. There's a lot more that happens behind yeah. the scenes that you could do. Yeah. Right. And that pays well. And that, you know what I mean? But in order to be that driver, you got to be well educated and, and versed in driving. Debatable. You got to be responsible. De- debatable. Those <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ignorant motherfuckers but, at the UPS that are drivers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you got to be responsible. Yeah. You got to be respectful. I mean, and I know this because working in the school system for so many, lo- so many years, I've met so many different drivers, right? And then I've known people that work in the warehouses and, you know what I mean? UPS, man. UPS trucks allowed anywhere in the U.S. without letting them have a clearance for everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you, you see it on the news sometimes, like in, maybe in the backdrop yeah. of like a Capitol building or whatever. You see a UPS guy with this fucking uh, <laughs> with little, dolly in the background just ruling in boxes. Yeah. Or you see like, it's like we're everywhere. We have clearance everywhere. Right. Yes, you have to maintain a certain level of professionalism uh-huh. and know how to act where you are because right. we're ultimately delivering vaccines to everybody right you know like who gets the contracts to do well then okay ups boom you got to make sure you take care of these things it's a high you know it it requires a lot right right so but ups bro why you got to bring up ups oh you want to talk about fedex go ahead but then no i'm just playing (laughs) (laughs) the competition but no dude it's it's, uh you know i mean and and like i said in in my mind it 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 doesn't take away from a person if they're not post-secondary educated but if you can do it Right. And with the scholarship can help out that kid to further their, their education. Like if they go into the military, people think that the military pays a lot. They don't pay shit. And I know that for a fact because I have two brothers. One did the Navy, one did the Marines. And if they're, if you're out of town doing boot camp, your parents aren't going to come out and see you. You know what I mean? So I, I tell the students, if you do boot camp in Chicago and you want to fly out your parents with that money, you can buy them an airline ticket. If you want to do trade school and you want to buy tools, Fucking use that money for that. If you want to go to San Diego State UCSD and you want to use that money for a parking permit, I, I don't care. Just prove to me that you did it and that you're enrolled and you're doing it. Nice. Yeah. How do people uh, enroll or apply for these scholarships? So right now it's being offered because like I say, you know, we're, we're starting small. It's the students in, in Logan Heights. Uh, and eventually our goal is if we can make it big enough to where it could be in the county and target mm-hmm. at least target the middle schools in those more needy communities, yeah. whether it's in Oceanside, you know, Santee, down in South Bay, in Chula Vista, you know, we all have those schools, right? Uh, but our funding comes from uh, fundraising. And uh, we're going to have a scholarship a fundraiser coming up, which is the Vinylthon. Ooh, a ver, you know I mean? So the Vinylthon is, you know, people pay to go run, right? 50 bucks, whatever, and... You guys are going to have your golf tournament, so people are going to pay to go, you know, golf. Get drunk. Go ahead. Right. Get drunk. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Uh, well, the Vinyl Thon is a day-long party. My goal is one day to be able to have it, like, from, like, 5 p.m. Friday, nonstop, all the way through, like, Sunday night. Damn. And have DJs come out, and you pay to play, right? You're 45 minutes set, and you can play whatever the fuck you want. It could be country. It could be Juan Gabriel. It could be house music. I don't care. Because you know what? Every different DJ has a different flavor of music. Book on tape. <laughs> I would Dude. bring Matthew McConaughey's green light. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be on vinyl. vinyl Boom. Yeah. I will figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Get, get it pressed. It's got to be on vinyl because, you know, vinyl make a, made a big comeback. As a matter yeah. of fact, I think last year there was more record sales in vinyl than there was in digital. If I'm who, not buys, who buys CDs now? 
Like that's, that's, that's they don't make them anymore. Do they, do they? Yeah, you're right. I think it might be right. I, I think maybe I, like small I, local bands. Downloads, yeah. yeah. Well, I know cassette tapes are making a comeback. Too. Yeah, they're making a comeback. What is old is new again, my friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Cassette it's, tapes. Mm-hmm. Right. In the 90s, it was called retro. Yeah, that retro. Old. Now it's called vintage. I mean, shit. When, when the term old school was coined, it was really just like disco music. You know what I mean? Like funk wasn't really, unless it was like 70s funk. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the early Bootsy and all that was considered the old school. The shit, 80s. old school now is what for us is like listening to some of that early like 90s hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 90s hip hop. I remember when shit, it was even freestyle. Yeah. That's why when I when I tag, like when I post something, I'll, I would say I'm playing old school and it covers everything that's like pre-90s down in English, right? And then oldies, of course, that's pretty... Yeah, pretty, I feel like that, that genre will always be that right. what it is. And then, when, and then I put mas, which anything else that was like a party, party favorite, you know what I mean? Whether it's, you know, Eddie this, Murphy, I got Eddie Murphy. Yeah. All right. You party know what I mean? all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's, it, it's everything. Right. And, and even music in, from the 2000s is considered old school. Like there's some of that, like that early Nelly or, or, you know, some Backstreet Boys. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Boy bands and shit. The original boy bands. Huevo, menudo. Ya sabes. Timbiriche. What's up with that? When is this vinyl a fun? So the vinyl. How can we get involved? The vinyl thon is happening August twenty first at the shop. Pinchy, the mess of the month of August, bro. It's busy. busy. The busy. month of August is like everybody's raising money, doing good things. You know what? It's because things are finally opening up. Yeah. Like it was like I got like fifteen people on hold where I'm trying to figure out can I DJ that weekend or 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 is it going to be time for the family? And honestly, I'm kind of booked already good. all the way through December. Hell yeah! Within all the way to December, not within the- within a four four week five week span. Hell yeah! And you know what? December, I try to reserve it for. Uh, for me giving back. So I'll do toy drives and whatnot. And I, I don't charge those. You know, Javier has his toy drive. Uh, there's a few other ones. La Vuelta has her toy drive at the shop, which is where we're going to have the vinyl thon. So that's on August 21st. Uh, we still don't have a set time because we're still working and we're trying to, we're aiming for 12 hours. We're, I think we're at, at, at eight DJs and we're going to have vendors, you know, they'll be selling merchandise. We'll have people that are selling food. So you're, it's open to all ages. There's a first year we're going to do open all ages we used to have it at a venue that was 21 and over and I felt it limited us on, yeah. on who can participate. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And, and I did have kids participate before, but then we had to like shuffle them out. Thank you for your participation. Get out of here. But now it's like, you know, they can hang out. There's a place there. You know, the shop is the store, the official store for La Vuelta, which hosts the cruises on Wednesdays. And uh, the address is 1684 Logan Avenue. Boom. You know what I mean? It's going to be outdoor summertime. It's a so busy ass block right now, man. Yeah. Every Wednesday, that's a yeah. busy, busy yeah. block. And you know what? We're, uh, I unofficially work with La Vuelta in the shop and all them. And our goal is to, like, it's always been to extend it from the trolley tracks, from commercial in 1600, uh-huh. like by the stadium, yep. all the way up to Jack's Island or La Casa del Mariachi, which was known back in the 80s and 90s, the tr- which now is a, book, a bookstore. That's a, that's a large wingspan. It's a large wingspan. The first one, I mean, this is the first year that we did it. It's been Maso Menos. We don't get as much traction down there, but we want to invite people to come out and see what they can do down there. And one of the things that is happening is the vinyl thon. So you can, yeah. you can pay to play. You don't have to be a professional DJ. You could mm. just have your collection and come and share your music. Because my, like I said earlier, you know I mean? Every DJ, everybody has a different flavor of music. And when you're playing it, there's going to be somebody that's going to be standing there or sitting down saying, I hadn't heard that shit in forever. Yeah. Or I had never heard that and I love it. You know what I mean? So one of the cool things I like about what we're doing that relates to what you guys are, are doing as well is that 
we, we we're in an opportunity where we generate money. You know, right. like we we through the podcast. Right. You know, like we don't have to actively fundraise every month of the year. Right. Knowing that we have a certain amount of money that comes in strictly for the podcast, right. and we in turn can go out and participate in these mm-hmm. events by writing a check, right. contributing to the cause. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what I feel like excited about, you know, like the Emo Brown Foundation, all the crew, right. all they do is do this talk shit and, and, ra- and raise money, right. you know? So what we're going to do is like anytime that you guys like the Vinyl Thon, boom, I can't wait to write a check yeah. and be like, hey, Wicho, boom, this is from this is from the crew. Yeah. We, we love what you're doing. We eventually want to do something similar right. to that. Here you go. Go to other events. For right. me, man, that is like, that's the goal. And I know Gus and I, we, we've known each other the longest of, of, of our crew. Mm-hmm. And we, we've we gone through like, you know, barely being newlyweds mm-hmm. to barely being dads. Right. So like, we've just kind of, uh, we've, we've lived through chapters together. Right. And I feel we unspoken, because you don't always talk about, you know what's awesome, bro? Raising money. You know what's yeah. awesome? Let's, let's give it. Like, we don't fucking talk yeah. about that, you know? Nobody. It was just kind of like, once upon once upon a time, we stumbled upon it. Yeah. And we're like, hey, that's a fucking good idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Normally, I would wait for Gus to chime in right, right. now, but, yeah. but he, he's just holding his fucking mic over here. But yeah, so it's <laughs> looking at me and all. He's thinking, that is a good idea. <laughs> so then, yeah, like we, we, we stumbled upon this whole thing. Yeah. And then we're like, fuck it, we can do this. Let's yeah. create something. Let's create this foundation. Right. We're not alone, is what yeah. I'm getting at. Chicle, same mentality. El Compita right. Clint, same mentality. Right. You know, Caesar, Profe, right. Tony, everyone. We're all like on the same boat. And Ooh. I know even this boat that we have extends far right. beyond our reach because the people who contribute to us on a monthly basis mm-hmm. for the podcast, yeah. they all have, we, had, we just had an event called the Backyard Boogie yeah. where we, saw that. we met yeah. people that we only interact through the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's through financial uh, uh, donations, whether it's by listening to the podcast, right. whether it's events that we throw at our related businesses. Right. We got to meet them. Mm-hmm. So we got to go one-on-one with them and chop nice. it up and be like, hey, man, we appreciate what you guys are doing for the community. Yeah. We always wanted to find uh, an outlet for us to get involved. This fits our our, our, right. our agenda. This is what we are about. It, you know? it, you see, and, and it's uh, it's about educating people, right? Because you said there's people that'll be like, oh, all they do is talk shit mm-hmm. and probably drink beer or hang out. And but <laughs> You're you, right on all of them. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Let's talk shit and drink beer. Yeah. But when they find out what you're really doing- yeah. They're willing to help out and support, yeah. right? And that's mm-hmm. happened with us. You know what I mean? Chicle um, came on board with, with us at with the Dalagas Confidentials. And that was kind of like having those taboo conversations where like, maybe you have that idea, but you're like, man, he's going to think it's a shitty idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you start having those like those conversations of stuff that you think you would normally wouldn't talk to your friend about, right? Normalize being a respectful citizen of your community. Right. You know, mm-hmm. make, and wanting make, to give back. Yeah, make that shit like cool. Yeah. You know, may make that aspect of being an adult and a parent like, hey, right. you know what's awesome? Let's go fucking clean up our neighborhood. Right. You know, let's get 10 of our guys, mm-hmm. 15 of our community members. Yeah. Let's load up a couple of vans. Let's right. go clean up the community. Right. Let's go to the beach and do it. Yeah. Let's go. You know what? La señora de la esquina. Simón. Se le murió su señor. She can't, she can't have anybody cut her grass. Mm-hmm. You know, her, her house is looking a little, como se dice, dilapidated? The shovel? No, dilapidated. 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 Okay. I'm going to go with dilapidated. Yeah. And <laughs> let's help her out, you know? Simone. And ultimately, we're new in this game. Yeah. But these are things that we've put on, on right. the agenda. These are things that we want to do. Right. You know, so people listen to the podcast like, man, all you do is talk shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? Well, we're talking shit. We're generating interest. Mm-hmm. We're creating opportunity. Right. We're making money that ultimately gets pushed to these things that we right. want to do that we have bulletin board on mm-hmm. our agenda. It's like, you know what? Not today, not tomorrow, but what we're Down doing today, yeah. tomorrow will lead to that getting right. done. Yeah. And and one thing that people need to realize is that giving back to the community is not always just financial. Mm-hmm. Like you gave the example of the lady with the house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's time. time. And, and I do that a lot with my DJ services because I understand that 
DJs are expensive. I mean, I am one. And El vato. I could be expensive. You know, if you come, I mean, you ask me for a quote. Yeah, what's the going rate? My going rate? Yeah. 125 an hour. El vato. You know what I mean? But I always tell them, if you hire me for four or more hours, I'll work, I'll, you know, I'll kick in a discount. If people come to me and ask me, hey, can you help us out with this or that? I'm willing to work with you. If I have the time and I do have a, a few choice uh, people or organizations that I work with throughout the years, you know, once a year, you know, I'll go and, you know, and give back to them. You know what I mean? I'll DJ for free. Like I said, in December, a lot of the toy drives, I don't make a dime. And that's when I should be really making money because it's pro bono time at the end mean? of the year. Yeah. But for me, that's my way of giving back. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all have to give back. Yeah. And it, there's different ways we could give back. And that's one of the ones, one of the ways that I do it. You know, Dale Gas. Dale Gas. That's the right. podcast. What's cracking there? Yeah. The Dalegas Confidential, you know, like I said, we talk about taboo stuff. Some of the stuff that we've talked about is is very uh, heartbreaking and stuff that people wouldn't expect we talk about because it's, it's taboo, such as like uh, surviving suicide. And when I mean that is not surviving it because you attempt it is because somebody in your in your family, you know, actually did it, actually did it. But the survival of the family, because there's there is life beyond it. Right. That's one of the topics, drug addiction, you know what I mean? And we just want to have these conversations where people are aware that, hey, it's okay to have these conversations, you know? And um, it all came about where, you know, I, I was having a conversation with a, with a recovering addict and he told me, he's like, you know, the, he had just came out. I was DJing at a at a party for a, an AA group and they invite all the other groups and they come out, fucking all they drink is coffee, water and Gatorade and tacos. That's it. You know what I mean? And this guy had just gotten out like a month before. He came over and thanked me afterwards. Like, dude, I I had the best time of my life. He's like, I know I've partied before, but I can't remember shit. Because mm-hmm. I was loaded. He's like, and you know, some of the time my homeboy would come up. He's like, let's go get loaded. And I'll say, fuck it, let's go. But maybe he was trying to tell me, I want to tell you something. And I had something to share. But we wouldn't want to have those conversations. Got to normalize that. You got to normalize it. Yeah. Thinking back to where these conversations that you're having now, did mm-hmm. you ever think, fuck, this is where I'm going to be? Nope. I'm going to be here. No. Nope. I'm going to have a scholarship. I'm going to be a counselor. No. Nope. I'm going to finish my BA. I'm going to go no. through my master of education program. Fuck. I'm going to raise four kids. I'm going to be married 20 plus years. I have this podcast now yeah. where dudes share their feelings. Yeah. Ni madre. You know what? Uh, at the time when I graduated, like I said, I was trying to prove people that I could graduate, that I wasn't going to be a dropout, right? And then my next step was, you know, and I was already 18. So I was like, all right, I want to live till I'm 21 so I could buy my first legal beer. Boom. Boom. I, I was living it step by step. Goals. And, but I never looked beyond that, you know what I mean? And honestly, till the I was probably about 27, 28 when I was like, this is the bigger picture for me. It you comes know? at different stages in our you life. Know? And, and at this point, I, you know, my kids ask me, when are you going to retire, dad? I go, never. I'll fucking die at the desk or on the turntables. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a state of mind right now, you know what I mean? Because I like what I do. And that's one thing that I always tell my students. Find yourself a job mm-hmm. that you're going to love doing what you do. If you're going to get up in the morning and be like, fuck, I got to go to work. You could be making $10 million. Guess what? If you're up in the air 300 days out of the year, you don't get to enjoy that money. No. And you're not going to be happy. Somebody's going to hang out with your family and mm-hmm. that money. Yeah. Somebody's making a family for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So money, money is, can help you be happy, but it's not everything. It's finding your passion, finding your drive and doing what you, what you really want to do. Damn. I feel like we shouldn't say shit anymore. That was it right there. Nope. That was it. Oh, the wallflower has spoken. Look at you, my two beautiful wallflowers here today. Se, se Jesus despertó. Christ. Se despertó, pinche chicle. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Hey, sorry if I bored you, Chicle. No, no, Hey, no. don't worry. He doesn't I'm say always, shit with us. Oh, I've heard, I've heard the podcast. I know I'm Chicle's level of involvement. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A ver, cuéntanos algo. How do you guys know each other? Where did you guys get together? I know, I know Wicho said that you jumped on board with the Dale Gaz, the scholarships yeah. and the podcast, but how did you guys cross paths? Oh, man. Originally, um, on the bus ride to school. Shit, we're talking I, about I like the ni- up, early, I, early 90s, late 80s? Yeah, right? early 90s. Yeah, late 80s, uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode the bus to middle school, junior high, and I went to, I grew up with one of Weecho's cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. when we would stop by the high school, um, I'd always see him walk by. And one time there was a mixtape that was handed off and, you know, he was like a celebrity for me. So <laughs> I've known him since I was a kid. And then as an adult, uh, what's the, the age difference? I don't know, oh, like, like four or five years. Four or five years. So yeah. you, when you were in junior high, you were like a junior senior. Yeah, I was about yeah. a junior or a senior. Huh? Yeah. Nice. No, yeah. meeting your idols and shit, bro. Passing yeah. out MC Hammer mixtapes, bro. <laughs> no, it was a old school mixtape. I remember. Old, yeah. Art LeBeau's greatest classic mix. Yeah. Cool. Brenton Wood. Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. Art LeBeau. That guy's still going. He's, he's still, still going, around. Bro. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you, have you read a story? No, no. Dude, see that? Yeah, we're gonna bring him on to the next episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him tell you this. I'll let him tell you. Ah, yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> Just don't have him blow kisses. Oh, man. <laughs> is Art LeBeau a local guy now? Or he, is he, no, what, he's what? from LA. Yeah. He's in LA. But they syndicate him here on Sunday nights yeah. through through Magic. Yeah. yeah. Magic. Yeah. Not Magic just a radio station. Oh, right. Well, I don't even know if it's called Magic. I don't know. I, I just Probably. listen. I don't know. I don't know. They keep changing stuff, but it's still 92.5. Which is the original old school station. Or it was playing the funk back in the day, like in the 80s. You know what I mean? And then they kind of went alternative rock. And then, oh fuck! I missed that era. I, I missed, that I was missed, like yeah. that was like in the late '80s, early '90s, Muscle Mentals. And then, then they came came back to what when old school the term old school came on. They like coined it with that, and it was like the old school station. It was always the bar- backyard barbecue mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah. You know, Be- well, and, and before that, it was like just Mexican music, yep. corridos, norteños, cumbias. Like it yep. all was that, and then boom. Oh, let's mix this in too. Right. So, yo, like the X-Man was always like, you know, he was the voice of, of my youth, mm-hmm. of my adolescence, hanging right. out with the family in the background. Yeah. And probably Art LeBeau before him. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know who was there before him, but it was, it's just crazy Ar- the way Ar- music. Ar- Art LeBeau and uh, Huggy Boy up in LA. Ese no lo conozco. No. Yeah, he's, I believe he died already, you know, but he was, he was kind of like uh, in the shadows of Art LeBeau because Art LeBeau started doing, like he coined oldie but goodies. So he started, he got big, you know what I mean? And, but, uh, you know, Huggy Boy was doing his thing too. Damn, Art LeBeau's old school. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's shrinking at this point. Well, see, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Benjamin Bunn. Yeah. 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 Damn. This is your opportunity, Gus. Let people know you're on the show. What happened? What's on your mind today, bro? Dude, I'm just listening to Wicho's story, man. I was, we were talking earlier before we first record and- I was like, damn, I'm glad I was able to make it here. And I mean, you could story. have stayed at home and listened to the episode when we release it. <laughs> right. Or at least, come on. <laughs> it's, different. <laughs> it's different. You could have yeah. listened to couples <laughs> no, therapy. I, like, <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> that was, actually, I love that one. I, I, I try to listen as much as I can. Uh, dude, that was... That was fun. I, I feel like we reveal too much sometimes, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like we're, we're going to have to bring you on, bro. You got to ask yeah, wifey. You know? should, be down. Yeah. should be down. I think so like, so. what's what we do? This is what we got to do, right? We're going we're gonna to bring Pili. We're going to bring you, you know? We're going to bring Selena. We're going to bring you. We're going to bring Chris. We're going to bring me. We're going to have a bottle in the middle. And we just go ahead. Pop, 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 pop. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you guys right. were going to spin the bottle. Ah. <laughs> That's not that kind of party, bro. Oh, the, the, the key party. No, <laughs> I was just like, we spin it, you talk. <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> I don't know what you were talking about. Damn, you flipped it. You flipped it. Uh, but you know what? That would be awesome, dog. And then we just kind of like, you know, have topics in the middle and just... Oh, the Gonzalez uh, party. Uh, you know <laughs> what you uh, gotta say. The, the Lugos, uh, you know, <laughs> like shit like that. New format. All right, cool. We're gonna bring in the too, bottle. Man, he's been married yeah, over twenty yeah, years, yeah, dog. Yeah. Shit, that's hard. Twenty years. I'm gonna have bro. to get her drunk to say yeah on that one. Shit, twenty years. <laughs> yeah, dude. She hates the fact that I'm. I don't want to say, and I, you know, I'm very humble for whenever I get recognition. Even I'm, I'm humbled being here, being able to share my story. But um, she really dislikes the fact that I'm. Semi-public, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? Like she doesn't even have social media, you know what I mean? And um, it's like, I go gigs and I'll be like, let's go. She's like, let's go do your thing. Just make it back home safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She gives me that space. I'm blessed with that. You know what I mean? Uh, even with the low riding, I'm in a car club, I'm Viejitos Car Club. And sometimes she's like, just go do your thing. I'll come around, you know, if it's a family thing, I'll come out to the picnic. You guys going to go to the car show or you go to the car show, go, go do your thing. So she's not she's not very uh, happy with with the public recognition you get, or she's not comfortable being out there with. She's you not before. comfortable being out there. It's not that she's not happy yeah. with it. Um, as a matter of fact, just on uh, God, I want to say it's San Diego celebrity, or I, I gotta look at it. Somebody they they recognize me. They do like the oh, top. Yeah. Um, and and I was, I thought honestly I thought it was like a fishing shit. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they were bullshitting me because uh, you know people try to scam you all the time or try to fish on you and. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a week ago, I got a message from them saying, hey, we want to highlight you, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you're cool with it, can you send us a picture? And, and $500 Western I, Union. I, I looked at it, I know, right? <laughs> Damn it. Just deposit $1, <laughs> right? <laughs> with your fucking checking account. <laughs> um, and I looked at it, I'm like, I'll get back to it. You know, and I'm, I'm bad at getting back to people right away because I'm always so busy. Even right now that I'm on vacation, I'm busy. You know what I mean? Like, Damn, we got you when you're on your vacation? I'm actually doing a training. Like I came from a training over here. You know what I mean? We're sorry, bro. But thank you. It's all good. I mean, I, I'm a lifelong learner. I learned to recognize that, that I'm learning every single day. And, uh, so they, you know, they shot me the message and I like in the middle of the night, like, Oh fuck. I never replied. I never checked on it to see if it's valid or not. And then about two days later, I like, I never got back to it. Right. And about two days later, they tagged me on it. They tagged me and four other DJs and, you know, celebrate or recognize what is, what is it? Celebrating um, celebrities or yeah, they, I got I got to look it up. It was like a top twenty list though. It was like Shoot. a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and it told a little bit of who you are, what you do. Right, right. that that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's recognition. Yeah. That's yeah. paying respect. And, and I'm humbled by that. You know what I mean? And to me, it's more. I don't really want the recognition. I, I want the help. I want people to be there behind me and mm-hmm. be be able to cheer me on or help me out. You know what I mean? Whether it's by liking something that I posted and sharing it because I'm trying to promote the, the, the vinyl thon or if I'm forwarding or sharing your guys' information, right, that they like it. You know, to me, it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? That's support right there. Dude, we've created our own culture. Like uh, everyone that we, we, we fucks with, you know, like yeah. whether it's local DJs, uh, local artists, mm-hmm. you know, local business owners. We created, we're part of a created little culture, man, that I don't right. think really existed to the level it exists now. There's right. a lot of eyes on, on little like groups of people that do right. things, uh-huh. you know? And, yeah. and those eyes have probably always been there, but with social media, I feel like it's amplified. Yeah. And that's why I was asking if your wife, like how does she feel about you being in, in the public eye? Hey, hey, serious shit. I gotta ask her for permission mm-hmm. to post a picture. Oh, that's what I was alluding to. Like yeah. it, whenever I post stuff, if, if she's on there or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I'll refer to the manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Now that she's the manager. I don't doubt, yeah, my yeah. roadies are my kids. I, I, I don't know if it's just like a, a Mexican wife thing or just like a regular wife thing. I just, because I'm not allowed, she might say, make your private, or put your, your profile on private. Yeah. Because that's where you post me, that's where you post our kids. And, right. Because she gets freaked out if we're on the streets and somebody's like, hey, what's up, Sonny? And then, like, oh. yeah. And then they're like, what the <laughs> fuck? And she's like, who's that? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they know who our son is. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, I mean, damn, that is kind of That's scary. a little creepy. It, it, it's, and it's we're low <laughs> level, bro. Like, we, we're just knowing, like, on Third Avenue. <laughs> like, we're just knowing, but, like, what we do, because what we do, like, right. for the community and owning businesses and shit. Right. And then, by any means, I mean, we're not celebrities yeah. to the level that we choose. Uh, yeah. even, though, even though, even though. Que golazo, even though we've been on celebrity soccer matches. No, but I, I'm, I'm being mayor, serious. I'm being too, serious huh? in, the sense, in the sense that there's there's a level of shine on, on the people that we associate with, in the groups that we hang out with. And I know my wife doesn't approve of it. Yeah. How about you? Because you, your shine is bigger. You know, you're, you're, you're known as an artist that's been in the game for de two decades, close to two decades. Damn, not that old. Yeah, you are. Dude. I'm getting been, close. Yeah, but I mean, because you've been in, you've been doing yeah, this like 15 plus years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two decades. Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> AKA. No, yeah. He's like hey, closer to 20 years. <laughs> if, if other people would round up, I'm like glad you're years. good at math. <laughs> it's quick, like los dedos. Yeah, I don't know. I think Selena's cool with it. Um, I don't know. I don't. Think Your wifey ever really tried promotes like, everything you do on yeah. honor. My wifey. Promotes everything I do, yeah, like, yeah. you know, whether it's at the bar, the brewery, this, that, yeah. everything. Our other wifey, Gus, promotes everything that we do. Like, it's like, that's because that's something like, I don't live like online like, like you do. Bro, you you know? And that's a thing. Man, I, I know, no, no, and that, that's, that's a compliment, like, and, that's a, and that's a fucking slap. Cause, right, because it, it took like two months to for become him, like, his friend yeah, online. Yeah, this motherfucker is very like like me. Dude, like, Share your friends, Gabriel. He's very it? inclusive, bro. He does, he does, he'll allow you to like request that follow, but he uh, won't click that uh, follow back until yeah. like he- Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He fucking, I, I saw your request. I'll oh, get back to you. You got to like yeah. three of his pictures, you don't know? But it's not even on there that often. Dude, his last post was like from 2005 when he was surfing with Kelly Slater in the US Open shit. I was like, yo, bro, it's been a minute. Like, relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? Social media can be consuming, time consuming. And I got on it originally back in 2000. No, I didn't have MySpace. I got onto it on Facebook in 2000. You're trying to shit on him in that backfire. I still have my MySpace. Yeah. Two decades. That's right. I don't even know, like, <laughs> how to get on MySpace, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, it could be like .com or whatever the fuck, but, you know, as tech-savvy <laughs> as I am, I'm illiterate to certain things. But I got Facebook because I was working at a club, and when I got hired, they're like, hey, uh, what's your uh, Facebook page? I was like, I don't have one. It's like, how do you promote? I go, fucking text messages and flyers. Mm. And they're like, and people come? I'm like, they'll be here on Friday, and sure enough, you know what I mean? They were there. But eventually, they kept pressing, you got to do Facebook, you got to do Facebook. Mm. Talked about it with the wife. She wasn't it's, too happy. Yeah. But, and it can be time consuming. And now I have two Instagram pages. El one one for, for the scholarship, yeah. which I'm trying to build up. And then the, my DJ page, which I think I have a steady following on is built up. So I, but I interlinked them. It's a necessary evil. But they're both they're both public. And like I said, people fish out there. You know what I mean? Uh, shit. The other day, some lady was like, hey, you looking for a sugar mama? $4,000 a week. I'm like, yeah, right. Hey, pasame ese DM, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sharing is caring. Jesus. Oh, like, no shit. And she's like, you got cash app? I go, nah, stay trick, stay, uh, take strictly cash. I didn't hear from her ever again. <laughs> no, no, bro. No, it, it, it's a necessary evil. It's a necessary yeah, evil. It is. In order, in order to kind of get the name out, I know, I, 
I know you're like saying like you you a hoe out there like promoting the brands. It's a necessary evil. Because no, if, if I didn't have any of these businesses that require like pushing, I don't really think I'd no, fuck with I, fucking social media. Yeah, I think there's a difference between like promoting a brand mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like posting everything you and your family are mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's different. That's yeah. different. Yeah. That's and that's why I'm not on social media because I don't really like posting shit that my family and I are doing. Damn, dude. Why you are you getting angry? Yeah, dog. Oh, <laughs> Let's post a 2005. <laughs> Peer pressure, the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start. That's why wifey makes me push it on private yeah. now, bro. Only the yeah. people who come in. So, man, if you find me online and if I don't fucking respond, that's because wifey ain't letting me. Yeah. He's like, hey, do you know everybody who's following me? I was like, no. I don't. I have no fucking I, idea. I try to yeah. look at them. If they're over, if they look over 18 or their posts are kind of over 18 ish, you know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. like, all right, they, it's cool because I work in the in school. The school system. Th- yeah, you got it. You guys, you guys yeah. have to take care of that kind of like online persona. Yeah. A little bit mm-hmm. more yeah. diligently, or, or look through it, like comb through it thoroughly, because right, and like a backlash. Yeah, and and you know, like I said, I they're both public, but I try to keep it respectful mm-hmm. on both right. of them. You know what I mean? And you know, if you're pushing something out, you need to do it. I, so I try to post one a day per per page on Instagram, and uh, I just tag it to Facebook. Nice. You know what I mean? It's just the easiest thing to do instead of going into Facebook and doing other kind of shit because then you get lost in there. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to just have like somebody just take care of that for the businesses mm-hmm. and I can just kind of like it crawl away. It can be a whole job. Yeah. Crawl away. It yeah. It's, and wifey's like, you're always on your phone. And the kids, you're always on your phone. Wifey now knows why and how it works yeah. and she understands. The kids don't know. Should be here with us, Daddy, paying attention. Oh. I'm like, bro, that's cheeky. I know, but no, bro. But they say <laughs> it in they, that. But they see it. They no, say no. it in that ribbon no, way, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Dad. You're like, you should. And it's like, ah. and then I yeah. fucking feel bad. Yeah. And then I'm like, do you like these video games you're playing? Because guess how the money's yeah. made, son. But it's kind of like <laughs> what, it's kind of like what George Lopez said. You know what I mean? <laughs> dijo el vato? No sé. that he's texting, right? So mm-hmm. you could text. Yeah. And then they use that line in in uh, in the Grown Up movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, okay, 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 go okay. ahead. Yeah. Eventually they use that line there, but you know he. It changes a little bit, but it's, it's the a same crazy concept. world, bro. Yeah. It's a crazy world. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy way that we have to use these tools, but they're tools used if tools of the right trade. Uh-huh. for good. Yeah. You know, Chicle, awesome contribution today. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, Gus. You stepped up in the end. Oh, did I? You did. Oh, you stepped on to the end. You know, SD Fresh. Tell us a little about your business. I gotta promote you every time you're on your. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So we're a family-run business. We distribute tortillas to taco shops throughout throughout San Watcha. Diego County. Mm-hmm. LA County and Las Vegas. Boom. Damn. Mm. Hey, that's the that's the tortilla Interstate. plug. Tortilla plug. If I ever that's go back, if I ever go back working to taco shops, I know who to hit up. That's the guy. Yes, that's sir. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. LA Bobs, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> They're long gone, homie. But yeah. <laughs> it'll be SD Weechel or some shit. You know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We're in. We're in. Yeah. We're in. Where do we sign up? Dude, you know what? It, it's hard working at a, at a restaurant. My parents yeah, had yeah. that restaurant down Loreto, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, it was like they were up at four thirty, five in the morning. You know what I mean? And they, we'd be getting home or they'd be getting home at midnight. It's a lot of work. It's a hustle, man. And people, like my people, dad, like my dad would, you know, says, is el que quiera tienda que la tienda. I mean, yeah, you ain't got to get, yeah. if you don't want to get punk, you got to be on it. Hey, man, mm. if you want to be the boss, you got to do yeah. boss shit. Right. Mm. So I'll stick mm. to DJing and counseling. Next gig. Yeah, When's your next gig? My next gig uh, that's public. Uh, oh, calmate, wey. You know, Because I do public stuff and then I do uh, private stuff. The private stuff, I never post it out there unless I get permission. And I'll post a picture of the event when it's happening, right? Uh-huh. But uh, shit, probably you got me on a, what do I have going? What do I have coming up? Oh, Saturday, Lucita's Taco Shop. Ooh, here on J Street, uh, next on, to the fire department. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that, and Javier the X-Men started that with uh, with Jose Monterosa. And that's not my next gig. My next gig is uh, tomorrow at the shop for La Vuelta. 
Damn, by the time people hear this, that was last week. Then. Yeah, Shit. I know. Shit. No, yeah. Pedo, cause we're right, gonna, we'll still have another La Vuelta and you know, there's three more, two more to go, but it's five from five to eight. The taco shop is, uh, I want to highlight this because I think it's the original spot where people started bringing out the low riders or their custom cars and kick back and have food and a beer or a water, you know what I mean? And mingle. How long ago did that uh, originate? Shit, I want to say it's about, it's over 15 years. Yeah. Right yeah. there on J Street? Right there on J Street. Fuck. Yeah. That's I so mean, close to the hood right here. And and, and, and like now so many people are doing it, like shit, coffee and, and cars and donuts and, and drives and, which is cool. You know what I mean? Especially throughout COVID, people wanted to get out. They wanted to do something where you didn't have to be physically involved, but you could be in your car, you know, having your donut and your homeboys across the parking lot. You know what I mean? Doing the same thing, show, showcasing your car and having a bite to eat or whatnot. And making it more family oriented. You've been dealing, you've been DJing rather post COVID. I DJed a few events through COVID. Um, and I did it more so because we were like, things were going to happen. Like we're going to open up and I would go like at Barrio Dog Memorial Weekend, things opened up. So I DJed there for that day. And then and th things quickly closed oh, down. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, chingas <laughs> madre. You're like, maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> we, we, we did, uh, and I say we, you know, cause we were doing it with La Vuelta where we did the virtual DJ stuff, you know, uh, online, but then they start taking down our videos because of the music. And but I've done certain things here and there, and like now that things opened up, it's gotten crazy. So now that you're in the public eye of DJing again, like mm -hmm. at the Manhattan and shit, yeah. how are people acting? You, I've, I've been asking because I've had a couple of DJs yeah. come on the podcast now. Yeah, What's your perspective from behind the decks? What's going on in the in the community? The, that people just wanted to get the fuck out, yeah, and they're acting a little too rowdy. There it is. Um, you know, what I mean, whether it's at the clubs, at the bars, at the beach. At the baseball games, it's like, fuck it, tone it down. You know what I mean? We're not going back on lockdown. Hopefully, tone it down and have a good time. You know what I mean? Whether it's trash picking or the abuse of alcohol or just fucking acting too crazy. It's like, I understand we were all locked down, but just come out civilized and have a good time. Relájate. Simon, mm -hmm. take a chill pill. Fucking yeah. have, enjoy the moment. <sighs> yeah. Words to live by. Gentlemen, another amazing episode. Thank you all three. For coming hey, on, thank you. It's a pleasure. I'm gonna, yes. keep, I'm gonna keep bringing you, you in, Gus. Yeah, you're just yeah. to kind of hang out. Yeah, you get better at this for sure. You're, yeah, you you're know. excellent, bro. You're excellent. <laughs> Gus is cool. Yeah, you're cool. We're gonna have like the a connector right there. Hey, on the the plug. Hell yeah, <laughs> a minimum word per, per episode. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like me in high school. <laughs> How many words do I have to say to get a passing grade? Seventeen. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Follow you where. They can follow me on Instagram at under your neighborhood DJ and on also on Instagram at Dale Gas. And it's at underscore Dale underscore Gas underscore. So many. And it's not Del Gas. Right? Del Gas. It's not in English, it's in Spanish. Dale. Right. And uh, I do want to credit Javier the X Man. We're good friends. And he helped me to come up with that name kind of as a joke. But because uh, when he's one of the ones that really pushed me to do what we're doing, right, with the scholarship. And um, I, was, I was meeting with them at the studios and I was saying bye and I said, dale, dale gas. and he said, your deals used to say that shit, huh? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm, as, as I'm driving away, I'm thinking that's a good name that's because good we name. can flip it into a positive. Mm -hmm. And they are words of encouragement. Even, dale gas. even yeah. if they're negative, they're words of encouragement. Don't quit. Yeah. Don't quit. Dale gas. Go for it. Chicle, where can we find you online? Mm. Chicle79 Instagram. Ooh. Ooh, Gustavo, where can we send people to follow you so you can ignore mm, them? Yeah, no. you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Not even for the plug. <laughs> no, uh, just stfreshproducts at gmail.com. Oh, you want emails for? Yeah. Damn, well, it's because business. Business. I don't have like a, a social media account for our stuff, which is my fault. I'm lacking on it, but um, it's all good. I need to take 
a step in your direction. No, I'm going to send Tony Uribe your way, homie. He's going to teach okay, you how to run yeah, these things. There we go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Guys, thank you very much. We'll thank see you, you next Gracias. time. Dale, guys.